with with regards to James White, though, was just going, going on about him um, and the intelligence that he brings to the table. Are you able to consistent? How, how? Let me try that again. How easily is it for you to find mismatches with him because of his rounded skill set, both as a runner and as a receiver? Well, I mean, James, you know, offers you a lot of flexibility because, you know, one, he's he's worked hard to make himself a good player, and two, he is always well prepared for the games, and uh, you know, allows you to do whatever you'd like to do with him if you think it, you know, can can help us have success. But I mean, you know, look, the defense is, it's not like the defense is going to get caught out of position all the time on a running back. I mean, you know, however they want to defend our guys, they're going to defend them. I think that comes down to individual execution and that credit goes to James White. Um, You know, he, he's the one that runs the routes. He's the one that, you know, makes decisions and cuts in the backfield if he's if you're handed it to him and, and he's the one that catches the ball you know wherever you put him on the field so um you know I don't really think it's as much about like finding a bunch of mismatches as it is just you know a player you know in those types of situations you know he's using his techniques and fundamentals that he's worked hard to build um for those moments when the game comes down to a one-on-one type of situation and then you know, you hope that you can rely on those techniques and fundamentals that you've worked hard on all year to uh, to help you, you know, win that matchup on that play. So, um, you know, that's really any any player is really going to get caught in that situation has to rely on that. And uh, James obviously does uh, does a good job when he's in those scenarios, and he's been a productive guy for us. Thanks for waiting through a terrible, <laughs> Josh. Appreciate it. No worries. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar, uh, followed by Mike Petrak. Hey, Josh, uh, I don't know if you caught the game last night, but the Giants uh, went for two, and then head coach Pat Shermer said that analytics were a big reason why. I was just curious um, for you guys how much analytics factor into your play calling and your decision-making in those types of situations. I did not catch the game. Um, And I would say that, you know, Bill uh, really, there's a process that I think we all go through, you know, in our own areas. Um, to make decisions about what we want to try to do in certain situations. Um, You know, some of those are specific to, um, you know, numbers or statistics. Some of those are specific to other factors in the game, personnel, injuries, field position, wind, weather. Um, You know, there's a whole lot of things that obviously could impact any decision in the game uh, as far as whether you want to, you know, run this play, run that play, you know, any time we're talking about, you know, going for two or um, going for it on fourth down, those decisions are all, you know, Bill makes all those decisions, and I'm sure that there's a number of things that go into that, but uh, you'd have to ask him exactly, you know, that, that question in terms of what, what he what he relies on there. Um, but, look, there's a lot of statistics and a lot of information available. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, numbers that you have to look at and you do look at on a weekly basis, but you also have to look at, you know, why those numbers, um, you know, how those numbers got to be, you know, because certain circumstances and games could obviously dictate analytics saying one thing or another, and it might not necessarily just be cut and dry. Uh, You know, maybe one team, you know, they had a bunch of injuries that week and 
played, you know, more nickel defense than base defense, and so they gave up more of this type of production than that. You know, so there's a lot of different things that go into it. I think you have to take all of that into consideration as you plan each week, and hopefully you make the best decisions, you know, that you can when those those situations arise. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, next question, Mike Petraglia, um, followed by Mike Reese. Thanks, Stacey. Um, Josh, good afternoon. How are you? Good, Mike. How are you doing? Good. I wanted to ask you about conditioning and how it plays a role in, uh, especially in the second half of games when you're play calling. And uh, I mean, jo Josh Gordon was joking a little bit about running out of gas at the end of this 55 yard um, play the other day. Uh, but when you're uh, considering players and what uh, skill players uh, to call upon at the end of the game, how much do you rely on how much they've played in the game, their snap counts uh, to determine how fresh they may be? I think that depends on the player, um, you know, and, and if the player may may or may not be coming off of some type of um, extended time off, is he, uh, you know, did he just come off an injury? Did, you know, has he, are we trying to work him back in? I mean, there's a lot of different uh, situations that would dictate, you know, how much you would or wouldn't use somebody in a game. Um, and I think we would rely on that, you know, as we're going and we're very aware of, you know, where our guys are at in terms of how many snaps they've played, um, what number of snaps, you know, it is at certain times in, in each game, wherever we're at in the game. Um, and so, you know, and then we got to rely on, the, you know, good communication during the course of the game between the players, you know, because there's sometimes when, you know, maybe a guy's under the weather a little bit and, you know, feeling something a little bit more than he would at another time. And, you know, good communication telling you that he's a little tired here and there and, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into substitutions, you know, different personnel packages. Um, and we trust our guys if that's the case and, you know, tell us, you know, they need a blow or a couple plays here or there. And you just try to do the right thing at the right time, you know, when you when you have that information. So I would say there's a lot that goes into that. Um, hopefully your guys are in great condition. I think our team in general is in really good shape. Uh, they've worked hard to get to that point. Uh, they put a lot of work in the off season, training camp, after practice, during practice. Uh, to make sure that we're ready to go, however many plays we're we're able to be out there on the field, and uh, we have a lot of confidence in that part of our game. Thanks, Josh. Mm -hmm. uh, next question, Mike Reese, followed by Ben Bowling. Um, <clears throat> Josh, I was curious on on Josh Gordon. Uh, how much background you had with him? Any connection prior to him joining the Patriots? Uh, one more time, Mike. I, you just chipped out a little bit. Yeah, sorry about that. I was just curious about Josh Gordon and um, how much background you had with him, any connection prior to him, you know, coming here. No, just, I mean, I'm obviously aware of the player, you know, and just from seeing him from afar. But no no personal, I've, I hadn't met him, um, you know, nothing like that before he was uh, – you know, before they got him in Cleveland and then, uh, you know, had an opportunity to meet him when he came here. So, so maybe a two-part follow-up. The first is just sort of what, what have you noticed from him behind the scenes that has helped him sort of be, you know, emerge here a little bit and, and do more. And then I did want to ask you about the Bills and sort of what you see from them 
defensively that's going to challenge you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Josh is. I mean, since he since he walked in the door, you know, he's just. Um, you know, he's, he's worked hard. Chad's done a tremendous job of of being, you know, uh, with him in terms of, you know, getting him caught up with our system, with the, the terminology, the things that, you know, obviously he needs to know, you know, receiver. Um, you know, he's uh, been open and, um, you know, able to communicate with myself, um, with CO, with, with Tom, you know, just about different things in, in the passing game and, and what we're looking for, what he's done before. Um, you know, just been a, a good worker, hard worker, uh, put a lot into his preparation, um, you know, and, and eager to get in and, and do as much as he can to help the team win, you know. So, um, you know, really, really um, excited about that and, you know, uh, hopefully looking forward to continue to build as we go forward here. And then the Bills, um, you know, this is just, you know, it's a division game on the road. Uh, there's nothing harder than this. Um, and then tack on the fact that it's Monday night in Buffalo, and this is, you know, it's an experience that you should look forward to. And at the same time, I mean, this will be, this will be an incredible environment. Um, it's a difficult place to play, um, and our challenge is significant. Um, you know, fourth on defense and yards. You know, and um, they don't give up many big plays. They force you you know, to be patient and disciplined and execute a significant number of plays to drive the ball, you know, and finish drives with points, um, which has kind of been the hallmark of this team. Um, and then they're in the top 10 in turnovers and sacks, which, you know, when you put those two things together, force you to drive it a long way and then really do a good job of putting pressure on the quarterback and taking the ball away. Um, you know, I think that's why you see, you know, why you see them, you know, having the success that they've had now under Coach McDermott uh, for, you know, for multiple years now is just, it's tough to, it's tough to do all that when they play that way. So very disciplined group, um, challenge you with a lot of different um, schemes, um, different pressures, uh, different coverages. Um, they do a good job with that, all of that stuff. They do a good job in disguising those types of things. Um, they got very disruptive players, uh, I'd say, at all three levels. I mean, Hughes is, you know, a really difficult uh, edge rusher. Uh, Kyle Williams, obviously, we played a, against a number of times. Very disruptive. Alexander um, creates a lot of issues in the backfield. You know, the rookie playing, you know, middle linebacker. Uh, Edmonds has got speed and length, and you can tell he's getting more and more comfortable as we go. You know, and their secondary, you know, obviously last year w- was – tremendous at turning the ball over and they've kind of picked up where they left off last year so um, a lot of challenges in terms of going on the road and playing a division team on Monday night in this type of an environment we lost 70 yards I think it was you know the last time we were in Buffalo through negative plays sacks penalties you know we, we we didn't play very well you know didn't handle it very well last year on our side of the ball we got to do a lot better than what we did and um, it's a significant uh, opportunity and a significant challenge, and we're looking forward to starting our preparation with them tomorrow. Thank you. We have uh, two final questions, Ben Bolin and Mike Giardi. Hey, Josh. Uh, good afternoon. Um, just wanted to circle back hey, on James White real quick. Um, Bill Belichick said that uh, James asked questions like a coach, that he thinks the whole play through. He understands where all the pitfalls can be. Uh, on a play, not just of his assignment, but the whole play. How does James? How much have you seen James uh, learn the offense uh, over the years, and how much more can you do with him now because of how well he knows it? 
there's James White's, you know, since the day he got here, um, all he's done is <clears throat> work his butt off in every area of, you know, being a professional football player. Um, I'd say is, you know, his physical, you know, preparation, uh, what he does in terms of, you know, his, his body, his weight training, his conditioning, um, his ability to get stronger, um, his health, you know, taking care of his body after each week, making sure he's ready to go for the next week, um, studying the opponent, knowing who he's playing against, his, you know, the uh, the people that he has to, you know, block and blitz pick up, the defensive front that he's running the ball against, you know, uh, the players he's going to challenge in terms of, you know, route running. I mean, he studies them, understands their tendencies, know what he knows what he's dealing with. Um, and then he, he does a tremendous job of digesting and jumping into our game plan and knowing it inside and out, um, you know, in terms of his overall preparation. I mean, there's not many guys um, that, that we, that, that we've had that, you know, um, have, have, you know, done it to the level he's done it. And we've got a lot of great guys that we can talk about, you know, so, this guy is a really uh, special guy in terms of how hard he works, uh, the type of preparation he puts in, um, and and the type of teammate he is. He's extremely unselfish. Um, he'll do anything you ask him to do. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, he wants the team to win, and he puts the team always puts the team first. Um, and he comes to work every day ready to go, notepad open. Um, takes notes, makes sure he understands what's being asked of him, and then goes out there and practices hard every single day to make sure that he's on top of his assignments and he's doing the things that he has to do in our game plan to help us win. So um, couldn't ask anything more from a teammate than James White. Wow. Thanks, Josh. And last question, Mike Giardi. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike Giardi. Oh, sorry. Sorry, but sorry about that. I was on mute. I'm, I'm having a I'm having a grand old time in this conference call. Um, You're having a tough day today, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I'm struggling. Uh, let's try to finish this off strong then. Bill yesterday said that you know he thought there was a chance even into Sunday that Rob might play. So I'm curious from your perspective as the play caller and the man who's building the plan. How, how, when do you start to adjust? You, are you Saturday because he's not there? Or are you coming up with sort of a plan B and then? There's the plan A on top of that with Gronkowski. How does how does that work for you? Um, I, I I don't think it's as dramatic as sometimes people make it out to be, and and sometimes it sounds. Um, look, we're you know we're one play away from any player in the game not being in the game anymore, and so whatever position you're talking about, you know you have to you have to have depth to the game plan, whether that be at the same position or you're using other positions to back up, you know, whatever that is, you know. So if you only, like last week, we only went to the game with one tight end. So if Dwayne Allen would have won down with an injury, then obviously we would have had something ready to go uh, to play the game minus a tight end. And that happens every week. You have to have enough depth and volume to your game plan to account for an injury at any position that could take you out of a number of things across the board. Um, 
you know, sometimes that means you're practicing more than you can call, but I would say that that's probably a regularity in the National Football League because you you hardly ever have everything perfect the way that you want it, you know, after the season begins. So I think, you know, we have smart guys that are versatile. Uh, we, we talk about that a lot. Uh, we ask guys to learn more than one role so that if something happens and we need to juggle some people around, then they go in there and they play that role and they have to know multiple positions. Um, that's why, it, you know, they work so hard each week to not only know, you know, maybe their initial position or their primary position, but also a secondary position uh, if that was, you know, to be called on during the course of the game. So, um, you know, it's always a matter of what week we're talking about, what personnel we have available to us, and where the depth in our game plan is going to come. Is it going to come because we have four tight ends at the game? So if one of them goes down, it doesn't really affect the personnel grouping. You just put the next guy in. Or sometimes you go to the game and you lose a, you know, you lose an entire personnel grouping if you lose a guy. You know, so um, that's just the nature of the business. And 